Hello and welcome to another MLB edition of the DFS Today podcast, which is brought to you by Sports Ethos. My name is Joe Arrico, and I also host the Fantasy MLB Today show on the Sports Ethos platform. You guys can find me on Twitter at JoeArrico99. That's J-O-E-O-R-R-I-C-O-99. Hit me there for any questions, comments, concerns, stuff you guys would like to see covered on the show. The DMs are always open, and I will always get back to you guys. So by all means, uh, hit me up there. We're going to be talking about some of the better options today and also some guys that you should be staying away from in terms of the Yahoo main DFS slate tonight. So without further ado, let's talk about some of my favorite options tonight and my preferred option. Yes, there are a ton of games and there are a ton of aces going tonight. You have Max Scherzer, Garrett Cole, Clayton Kershaw was supposed to start, but he's just been put on the 15-day IL. So no Kersh. But we still have Max Freed, uh, guys like you, Darvish, Josiah Gray. There's a lot of really solid options here. My favorite option of the night is going to be Kevin Gosman of the Toronto Blue Jays. He has been on one to start the season, and he hit his season-high 104 pitches last time out. Really nice to see them getting him stretched out over 100 pitches now. No limitations. Really, a lot of starters throughout the league now, they've had their limitations lifted now that they've mostly thrown about six starts, five or six starts. So that will be something that applies across the board. Now, a lot of the guys that you've seen who have not been going deep into games will start to go deeper into games. Gosman has been going deep regardless of the pitch count. Uh, He had an eight-inning appearance in Boston where he worked into the ninth inning where he only threw 88 pitches. So he is definitely capable of keeping the pitches down and going deep into ball games. When we dive deeper into the advanced stats for Kevin Gosman, you will find really nothing that stands out as being bad. So... His whiff percentage is right amongst the league leaders. He gets a lot of swing and miss. He gets people to chase at a rate that is pretty much unprecedented in Major League Baseball this year. He is in the 100th percentile for chase rate. He also is very, very good at not walking batters. He has, it's got to be, I don't have that particular number in front of me, but he's got to have the best strikeout to walk ratio in the majors this year. Only the one walk and he's up over 40 strikeouts. So you can rely, uh, you can count upon him to not let runners get on base for the most part. He, to this point in the year, is one of these favorites for the Cy Young in the American League. And yes, he has $53 here. Fairly expensive, I know. But I think it's worth it here to use him against the Tampa Bay lineup, who has been all right. Tampa as a whole has done very well as a team. Their lineup has been a little bit less than impressive as far as I see it. You would have expected maybe a little bit more to this point out of guys like Randy Rosarena. Uh, He's the main one that comes to mind. But overall, they're more of a middle-of-the-pack offense, and I would feel very, very confident about using Kevin Gosman in your lineups. Every time he's hit the bump this year, except for his first start of the season, he has given you at least 25 fantasy points on Yahoo. So very reliable, really nice matchup here. I'm really liking Kevin Gosman tonight. The other guy that I'm liking, and he will offset the cost of Gosman a little bit here, is Framber Valdez. And he has been lowered to $34. So he was $40 last time against Detroit. He had a pretty serviceable outing going uh, six innings, giving up nine hits, two earned runs, and striking out seven. He was $40 in that game. He's now $34. He's actually gone down in price, and he's facing the lowly Nationals, who I talked about on my show earlier today, are pretty much just Juan Soto, Josh Bell, and then a bunch of role players who don't really contribute too much offensively. A little bit of a mixed bag to this point of the year with Valdez, but overall we've seen him be pretty consistent. He had one really bad start against the Angels where it really bumped up his ERA for the year. He gave up six earned runs. 
Other than that, he has not given up more than three earned runs in any game except for one against the Blue Jays. So you're typically getting zero or one or two earned runs out of him. And he has, in these last three starts, hit 97, 101, and 96 pitches, respectively. So he is able to go deep into games. The percentages, when you start looking into the advanced stats, they're okay. He doesn't throw the ball very hard, and he does allow some walks. Yes, he doesn't strike out a ton of batters. He does have very good spin on his ball, and he doesn't allow too many hard-hit balls. The average exit velocity, he's above league average there. So the balls coming off the bat are typically not the hardest. Uh, he's He's... Overall, I'd say a really, really reasonably priced option here at $34. Uh, typically, you'd see a pitcher of his stature go more expensive than that. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is a season low. Uh, well, it matches the season low that he had in his first start of the season, which is $34. And now he's kind of bounced around into the upper 30s and into around 40 So here for 34 against the Nationals team, I'm really liking this matchup. If we look on the other side and look at a couple of guys to stay away from, Dalton Jeffries is the one that really comes to mind first. So for starters, he's going up against one of the hottest teams in baseball offensively, which is the Angels. They've really come together. They have five or six guys performing at a really high level. And when you dig into the advanced stat numbers, they're really not that great. So his spin and his curve, uh, his fastball spin and his curve spin are both fairly low. So he's not really fooling many batters there. It's not like he's going to have, uh, and, and the whiff as well to really uh, add to that point. He's not really fooling people. He's going out there and there's not much spin on it and there's not much swing and miss. So he's throwing balls that pretty much stay in flat and they're getting hit. Not great. The only thing that he's really marks above league average in is his walk percentage. He keeps the walks fairly low. So that's about the only thing he has going for him. Everything else for me points towards a big offensive night here from the Angels. Expected slugging, expected on base. They're both fairly low in terms of league percentile ranking. So I don't have a lot of faith in Dalton Jeffries, especially going up against a very tough Angels lineup here. So I will be putting in some Angels into my lineups tonight. Specifically, I'll be trying to get Trout and probably Jared Walsh in there as well. Uh, Walsh has been on a pretty nice streak these last uh, week or so. He's hit four home runs dating back to the fourth. So he's hit in, in the span of nine days. He's been on a fairly hot streak. So those are a couple of guys I'm going to be really looking to add. Of course, your Shohei Otanis and your Taylor Wards and your Brandon Marshes are also up for debate here. Depends on uh, your preferences here, really. Um, you'd like to see more left-handed bats, if possible, going up against the righty in Jeffries. So maybe you would prefer to go with a Walsh and an Otani, but I wouldn't have any qualms about starting Mike Trout tonight. The other pitcher we're going to be staying away from for the most part here is Vince Velasquez for the White Sox. He'll be going up against a very hot Yankees team. They put 15 runs on the board last night, and they have really, the top half of their lineup has been excellent. Rizzo, Judge, and Stanton in particular have really been good. And then you get guys like Donaldson and LeMahieu who are also hitting their stride a little bit. So when you, when you look at that and you look at how Vince Velasquez has done to this point in the year, yes, the ERA is 3.97. The expected ERA is 5.75. So the numbers indicate that he should be giving up a lot more runs than he has been. And the 3.97 ERA, you see a number under four and you tend to believe it's it's a pretty solid ERA. If it's anywhere under four, that's serviceable. It should really be coming in closer to six. And he's gotten kind of lucky to this point in the year. The only thing that he really excels in is the spin on his fastball. He gives up very hard hit balls, a lot of barrels. The expected ERA and batting average and slugging are all pretty bad. 
Walks are middle of the pack and so are strikeouts. So he's not somebody who is going to be appealing to me at all. I'll be very interested in putting Yankees in my lineup tonight because of how hot they have been. So your left-handed Yankee bats like your Anthony Rizzo's are going to be really valuable here tonight. A couple of other guys who I'm interested in, uh, maybe not quite as interested in as uh, some of the guys I've talked about, the Yankees and Angel guys. But I think Matt Chapman should be due for a bit of a turnaround here tonight. And it's not typically how you look at things, but he has been very cold recently. And he is a, not, not so much of a streaky hitter. He kind of just has random outbursts here and there. So my Matt Chapman home run uh, alert is definitely on red right now. I would expect him to start to turn it around because this to this point of the year, we've seen a rather subpar Matt Chapman. He's going up against Drew Rasmussen who as another guy, the numbers suggest he has been a little bit better than he should have been, or the numbers have been a bit kinder to him than they should be. So despite these last few starts, despite really the whole year, him being a pretty solid asset, the numbers uh, lie belie the situation a little bit there. So I'll also feel pretty comfortable using Blue Jays players in your lineups tonight. Yes, they have struggled a little bit to this point, but I'm not really too worried about having a good performance here from the Blue Jays. So just to recap, Framber Valdez and Kevin Gosman are my preferred choices here on the mound. Of course, there are other really nice options. Max Scherzer for $61. Again, he's fantastic, and he's pretty much always in this salary range. Now, the last three starts, we've seen his fantasy points go down, down, down. It was 38.3, 26.6, and then 17. So not the greatest of outings these last couple of times. Specifically, his last time out against the Phillies, he gave up 10 hits. Three earned runs, not really uh, your classic Scherzer, but the last two starts he's given up seven earned runs combined. So I'm going to be a little bit more cautious about using $61, which is more than 30% of my total salary on Scherzer tonight. I think it's a little bit risky here. Seattle's kind of been sneaky good. They're not, not a great team by any means, but they have a couple of guys in that lineup who can really rake. So I'm not going to be spending $61 here on Scherzer. I don't think it makes too much sense. Garrett Cole is also a pretty decent option here. Again, a bit of on the pricier side at $54. But these last three starts, he's really turned it around, uh, going at least six innings in every start, having 10, six, and nine strikeouts, and only one total earned run in those last three starts. So I'd also feel very confident uh, in Garrett for tonight. A little bit pricey, sure, but he's about the same price as Gosman uh, between those two. It's essentially a coin flip, but I feel a little bit better with Gosman, especially you save yourself an extra dollar in your lineups. So there's always that positive as well. That's going to wrap it up for us here, guys. I appreciate all of you who have listened and downloaded the show so far. If there's anything else you'd like to see us go over, please hit me on Twitter at JoeOrico99. It's J-O-E-O-R-R-I-C-O-99. Hit me up there for any questions, comments, concerns regarding this show or my fantasy MLB Today show as well. Always open to questions there. So thank you very much, and we will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.